Shalom, brothers and sisters. How are you doing? This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. Coming to you once again on this fifth day of the week. Uh, missed a day recording. Um, didn't really have much to say, so I try and keep it. If I don't have much to say, I don't want to just say just unnecessary things. Um, because I, especially if the Most High uh, doesn't give it to me. I bless. I pray that uh, you are well in this moment, brothers and sisters. I pray that your day is, you know, filled with blessings. That you, that the Most High has shined rainbows upon you to remind you of His covenant. Uh, just, you know, I just pray that, you know, you're just receiving greatness right now, blessings right now, abundantly, um, despite the type of craziness that you're going through or you see that's going on around you. That's what I pray. Uh, today, brothers and sisters, I wanted to talk again briefly. I had a subject that you know, came to my mind. So I wanted to share this with you. And uh, so just, you know, if you, you know, just want to share this with you. Thank you for listening. For those of you listening, I've, I've seen that we've had listeners. I've had listeners from Sweden. All praises to the most high. Uh, listeners from uh, the UK. Um, different parts of this country, um, Alabama recently, uh, all praises to the Most High. Um, I pray that the words that you hear from my voice are edifying edifying to Him. Um, even if it's something that you hear that may not make sense to you, um, may not understand, or you may not understand what I'm saying, um, feel free, you please, you can email me. The email, I believe, is voice. In the wilderness, yah at gmail.com. Voice, like just regular V O I C E, N, the letter N, the T H E, wilderness, sorry, yah at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know um, if you have any questions, uh, anything that you might not have understood, whatever. Uh, Just say hi, (laughs) you know. Send prayers, whatever. All praises to the Most High. So, uh, again, I wanted to come to you briefly and talk to you about a couple of things. So I hope uh, this message finds you well. So I wanted to know about you know, about compassion. I wanted to see if we ever thought about that. You know, sometimes I think compassion is something that we don't think about. You know, we always talk about love and love and love in this country. And love is the main thing you hear, but you never hear compassion. The words talk about compassion. And for for that matter, you really never see, as far as what I notice in this world, you don't see a whole lot of true love and definitely you don't see compassion. Because honestly, the two, love and compassion, go hand in hand with each other. Right? If you love somebody you have compassion for that person for those who have a loved one a wife your parent you don't want to see your parent getting hurt you have compassion for your parents you don't want to see your wife your children that's compassion but i don't think we share that as a whole to people that are not within our immediate circles or within our family um and i think that's something we have to really be focused on or not you know we have to think about or be aware of you know so I wanted to break down compassion and then take, you know, go through some different things the scripture says about compassion. 
And then I wanted to uh, just, again, uh, just hopefully leave you guys with, uh, you know, a blessing. Now, when I say you guys, I'm not talking to only the men, ladies. I'm talking to everybody. When I, I, it, it's a habit of mine. I'm trying to break saying the word guys. But, you know, think about it. We're all the same and different at the same time. Men and women, you know, you have you can't get our titles without having male and a man in it. You know, we're humans, human, um, female, male. You know, we're all the same species. You know, it was what Yah made us all the same. We just have different parts. So, you know, I don't, uh, you know, subscribe to any type of ideology of putting a woman on a pedestal with that nature. We're we're equal. We all have different roles to play. Um, the certain things you guys can do that I can't do, and vice versa. Uh, so I think we need to embrace one another and not worry about all these different uh, titles or whatever. So certain things I'm trying to work on, but if it's not edifying uh, the creator, um, I'm not going to uh, spend a whole lot of focus on it. Okay, so compassion. So I actually want to look at the definition of compassion so if you look at a compassion compassion in the scriptures when you read it in the scriptures there's a couple different definitions of it okay so i'm gonna give you the first one the first hebrew word for compassion is the word kamal or hamal uh, again it's uh, got some current hebrew sounds to it we're not sure exactly but it's the kamal so uh and it means to spare or to have pity for someone, okay? This is the compassion that, when you think about this type of compassion, compassion, this is the type of compassion that's mentioned in the book of Exodus when Moshe was rescued from the water by uh, the, the the Egyptian. When, they, when his mother put him in a basket, okay? She had compassion on his child. So, you know, if you see someone in a bad way, you know, you help them. That's just a common compassion, you don't laugh at them at their situation, you know. You just get you just have compassion for them and you try to help them, or at least have sympathy for what they're going through, you know. So, the second word for compassion is the word rakam, rakam, okay, and it means to love, to obtain or show mercy or pity, okay. To love, to obtain, or show mercy or pity. Okay. Now this is in a in a great uh, contents of in the scriptures when Yah, our Creator, showed upon His people. This is a compassion He showed upon as a people on His people, right? When He t- re- uh, brought us out of bondage from Mitzrayim. Um, this is a compassion still in place, you know, for the seed of Jacob, for us, the Israelites. Um, you know, for the compassion is what, you know, he had for us because, you know, he told us that he'd have compassion for us. Okay. If we would just turn from our ways, he would have compassion for us. So listen to, so this can be pointed out and this is in our, the, the, the covenant of Exodus chapter 30, verse one through three. Okay, Yah speaks to the people and says, and it shall be with, and it shall be when all these words come upon you, the blessings and the cursings which I have put before you, and you shall bring them back to your heart among all the Gentiles where Yah, your Elohim, drives you, and shall turn back to Yah, your Elohim, and obey his voice according to all that I command you. Today, 
with all your heart and with all your being, you and your children, then Yah your Elohim shall turn back your captivity and shall have compassion on you and shall turn back and gather you from all the people where Yah your Elohim has scattered you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Israel. Did you see that promise that he'd given to us? That promise he gave to us through, through you know, through, through Moshe. These, that's his promise to the Israelites. He would have compassion among us if we turn back from our evil ways. If we come, he would gather us from the places where he drove in us. You know, I had to realize that when I left this place, that Yah is the one that scattered us. and He's going to have to be the one to gather us. You know, if you think about it like that. Okay, so, but if we return from our ways... He's going to have compassion on us. You know, the wheats and the tares, brothers and sisters. He's going to have compassion on us. So based off the example we have, we are looking, Yah, if he didn't love us. If he didn't love us, excuse me, brothers and sisters. I'm sorry, I didn't mute my phone. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't have compassion on us. You understand? If he didn't love us, he would have not have compassion for us. You may think that because we're in this captivity, we are experiencing this stuff. And he said, yes, because of our disobedience, we will be punished. We will be made a byword. We will be, we will be, you know, seeing a lot of problems. They would not care about our children nor our, 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 our women. And they've done that. But even though that is the case, he still has compassion on us and he's waiting for us to come and turn to him and repent, brothers and sisters. That's what he's waiting on. Okay? So, he doesn't want to see his people suffering. So, we have to think about that as well. So, if he loves us to the point where he's not going to let us, you know, suffer and he has compassion on us and he's given us that promise. Now, if we really loved our neighbor like we like the book says we should, then we should have compassion or pity on them as well. If we see somebody suffering, brothers and sisters, we should not we should not just look at them and turn our nose up to them. We should have compassion for that for that individual. You know, you you have homeless people around all the time. And again, sometimes you may not have the money to help them, you know, but if you would know you have something in your pocket and you can spare that something, help them. That's having compassion for your neighbor. It doesn't matter if you think that they're beneath you because they're homeless. Only by the grace of Elohim goes you. You know what I mean? Just because you you're in a car and they're living under a broken down car. Only through the grace of Elohim go you. So you don't turn up your nose at people. Always help them out. Another way thing that I see nowadays is the, the lack of compassion. Now in this day of an age, we have the cell phones. You know, and cell phones and the technology nowadays could be a cur cursing as well as a blessing. You know, if anybody is hearing his voice and if anybody gets, if anybody hears my voice and gets turned to Yah, and gets drawn closer to the kingdom or gets pulled into the, the brotherhood, then it's a win for the kingdom. That's compassion. 
But sometimes we see th- I see things that we don't have compassion for our fellow man. Like, yes, we're in a day of cell phones. But if somebody's getting beaten or if somebody's getting attacked, does it make sense to pull out your cell phone to record it? The person could have been helped if somebody had just stopped from their recording of the in- incident and yelled or went and got help or went and grabbed some people to help the person. By the time you done filmed it, it's been like three or four minutes worth of beatings. It's, it's, it's very sad. And yes, it gets a lot of views and a lot of people just be like, oh man, that was messed up. But many of us, would we, do, would we, would we help or would we continue to watch or film in, a, in, a instant, in, a, in an instance? We have to have compassion. Okay, so compassion fuels what you think of as acts of kindness, right? Just as the the Egyptian woman who took Moshe out of the basket, she had compassion for this little baby. Knowing that they were trying to kill Hebrews at the time, she had compassion for this little baby. All right, but there's a problem. Yah tells us something that when we don't have compassion for our brothers and sisters, that the love of Elohim does not stay in us. That's what he tells us. That's what he tells us. Oh, you don't believe me. Sometimes when I say certain things, I, I try to jog your, your uh, curiosity to go search out the scriptures yourself or search out the things I tell you myself. So that's a lot of times I don't give exact scriptures. But... Um, Let's believe that. I do believe in quoting scriptures. I know many people are using scriptures. I know many people, um, many pastors, they'll hold the Bible, but they won't hardly open it. I challenge anybody to find the things that I'm talking about in scriptures, read it, and then agree, see what I'm saying. You know, somebody, a a brother or sister of mine says, trust and verify. You don't, and you don't have to even trust me. I don't trust you. I don't want you to trust what I'm saying. I want you to verify everything I'm telling you and look it up for yourselves. The, everything I could, I, I've said on this on this uh, broadcast so far has been able. To, you've been able to. You can look it up in some form or another. And there's books on a lot of stuff that I've talked about. Okay, so I want you to show you something. It talks about the compassion that if we don't have compassion for our brothers, then El, the love of Elohim does not stay in them. Okay, so that's the first John chapter three. Verse 16 through 17. And this it says, By this we have known love, because we laid down because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down life for the brothers. But whoever has his world's goods, and sees his brother in need, and shuts up his tender affections from him, how does the love of Elohim stay in him? Then verse 18 is finishes with my little children. Let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. This is in the New Testament, brothers and sisters. Everybody always talks about the old is not about works with the New Testament. But there's a lot of scriptures that says works. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Everybody knows this one. Faith without works is dead. That's New Testament uh, scripture. And this is after Messiah had been murdered. They were saying this as well. And they were teaching us the same message the Messiah taught, the Mashiach taught. Mashiach talked about compassion every day in his ministry. In the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 7, in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 7, he says about compassion. 
Let me read it for you, brothers and sisters. Blessed are the compassionate because they shall obtain compassion. Blessed are the compassionate for they shall obtain compassion. That is amazing. Now the KJV, if you have the King James Version, it doesn't use the word compassion. It uses the word merciful, which is another form of compassion. Blessed are those who are merciful. So they, or they say, and they shall obtain mercy. You're obtaining mercy from the Most High. Does it say, if, how can you expect uh, forgiveness if you would not forgive others? Okay? It means you have pity on somebody. You have loving kindness for somebody. Blessed are those who are slow and who are, who, are, who are slow to anger, who have pity. If we are people who say we love Mashiach, then we, then we must be like Mashiach. We will extend out mercy and compassion on those that we see. Brothers and sisters, we cannot expect compassion back from our Heavenly Fathers, our Heavenly Father, if we're not willing to give compassion. Hallelujah. We, if we, we, you mean it could be something simple as something simple as being compassionate about being, you, you need you're hungry, you're starving, you haven't eaten in a while. Something as simple as being asking Yah to be compassionate to you, you know, asking him for mercy on you to give you something to eat. But then when somebody turns around and asks you for something, when you're they're in need, we don't help them. You know, especially if we're dealing with sickness in our life, we can we call out to the Messiah and we call out to the Father to have mercy upon our sickness, to take away our sicknesses. But then we turn a blind eye to someone who is sick and who is asking us for some help. Can we keep expecting compassion from Yah if we refuse to give it to somebody in return? Let's look. Let's look at. Let's read chapter of Luke, Luke chapter one. Look at Luke chapter 1, verse 50, brothers and sisters. Oh, let me get there. I'm a little slow today, brothers and sisters. I'm going to be very, not much longer on here. Because um, I got things I got to do. And it says, Luke chapter 1, verse 50. And his compassion is from generation to generation to those who fear him. Do you fear Yah? Do you love Yah? The love of many has waxed cold. Inscription tells in that it says, because of lawlessness, the love of many have waxed cold. Lawlessness. Those that refuse to hear the t or, or abide by the Torah. The Torah has never been not taught in this day and age. They teach against the commands. Like if you heard my brother, my 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 uh, uh, recording called entitled "The Big Ten. Listen to that, and it t you hear Creflo Dollard saying, t telling us to stay away from the Big Ten and the Ten Commandments. So if you're teaching somebody to stay away from the Ten Commandments, you're teaching them about not to, to really know. You're teaching them not, you're not teaching them how to truly love. Salah, does that make sense? If you know the laws, you understand how to love one another. I've talked about this before. The Ten Commandments teaches love to the Creator and love to your fellow man. He says, those that love Elohim with all your body, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor with all yourself, that is the whole of the law. 
that reflects the Torah. That is love doing Torah. And that is complete fulfilling to Torah. Fulfilling means doing. Mashiach showed us how to do the Torah on our daily basis and not to be like the Sadducees or Pharisees. We have to understand, brothers and sisters, that love and compassion go hand in hand together. If you love someone, you have compassion for that person. If you have love for somebody, you have compassion for someone, just like you're an older mother or grandmother. If you love your grandparents, you have compassion for them. You have compassion if you see them fall and break their hips. There's compassion. So, just like you can't have love without compassion, you cannot have the Torah without the Messiah. You can't have the Messiah without the Torah. They work together because the Torah... The, the Messiah, the Mashiach, is the living Torah. He is the living embodiment of what the Torah is supposed to be. Let's read. Let me show you a book of Hebrews. The Hebrews letter. Now, brothers and sisters, I would hope that if, since you know this walk, you would read our letter, the book, the letter of Hebrews, with new eyes as to... Um, As to, you know, you know, it's your letter. Just to know that it's your letter. He's talking to us. Okay, but you have to notice. So the, the book of Hebrews. All right, so the scripture tells us, book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 28 through 29, brothers and sisters. It says, anyone who has disregarded the Torah of Moshe dies without the compassion on the witness of two or three witnesses. Right. How much more punishment do you think shall he deserve who has trampled the son of Yah underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he has he was set apart as common. And insulted the Ruach of favor. Anyone who disregards the Torah of Moshe dies without compassion. All right. And if you disregard the Mashiach. His punishment, the punishment for that is much more worse than you only disregarding the, the Torah. You're not going to have compassion from Yah. Everything in the Torah of Yah is forever. There are other books that shows and have written, that have been written, that shows and confirms that the only reason the only thing that was really done away with was the priesthood because the priesthood was was corrupt there's a prophecy that was given to Levi's children after he died before he died and if you've read the testament of Levi it shows how he was talking about how the, the priesthood was going to be taken away from them and given to the Mashiach so you can see what was going on because of their 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 corruption. Look at read the book of Hebrews all the way through and read what happened with and think about Ezekiel when he took Ezekiel in the spirit and showed him what the priests were doing in the temple. While they were supposed to be worshiping him, they were worshiping other gods in the temple. So you you know, brothers and sisters, don't don't miss the message because from from, from the, a lot of these false teachings that you're getting. Shalom. 
So, now brothers and sisters, because we are in the days that Mashiach has talked about, about the because of lawlessness, the love of many has waxed cold. We are in the cold, a cold day right now. The love is cold amongst our brothers and sisters. And you can see that through our actions. But we have to, as Hebrews, as as followers of the way, and that's what I claim, I say I am, and I'm not going to take this anymore at this time of this broadcast other than what I, I have for you today. But I will exp- take you through what I say to call this broadcast a follower of the way. And that's what I am. Um, but we have to teach the message of keeping the, the Torah. And our actions have to be on that same line. Okay? He loves for us the fact that we like that we've been neglecting Torah. But our actions and our message and our actions and our and, and our all that stuff has to match up. If we're not showing compassion for our, any our brothers and sisters, we're not a true light. The rest of the world does not show compassion for their brothers and sisters or their people or their loved ones or elderly ones. But what are we going to do as people of Yah? That's what we have to do, brothers and sisters. Our actions have to be. So we have to do better. I, I, I not only, I'm, not, I'm speaking for us as a, as a people. Um, we, it's because of our uh, our stiff-necked behavior and all that stuff as to why we're in the position to begin with. And I keep saying that. But, brothers and sisters, let's come together and let's do what we're supposed to do. Let's have the compassion for our fellow man, for one another, for our other Israelites. Not just because they're our brother, people that live in our family or next door to us. But anybody we come in contact with, I want to leave you with a book of two things. Of course, the ironic blessing. But before that, I want to leave you with one last chapter, one last verse about compassion. So Jude chapter one, verse twenty-one through twenty-two: Keep yourselves in the love of Elohim, looking for the compassion of our Master Yahushua Hamashiach unto everlasting life, and show compassion towards some who are doubting. When you tell people that you are Israelite, especially because of the nonsense that we've been placed, that's been placed in front of everybody's eyes with these modern day Sadducees and Pharisees, they already have doubt when we say that when we claim that we're Hebrew Israelites. We make that claim. They already have doubt because they've seen the negativity. They want to look at us, oh, like you're just like one of them other loudmouth. You know what? Or you 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 know you know how they want to think about us. But if we show compassion toward our neighbors, and show compassion toward those who are doubting, that'll keep us in the love of Mashiach, just like the scripture says. Scripture tells us to be at peace with all at all times. I pray for the same for us as well. Now again, there may be a time where we not might not need, we might not be allowed to be peaceful. Scripture shows that as well because of the brothers are are uh, the twelve tribes, the twelve sons. They had to fight 
during Davis' time, there was time he had to fight. There was there was fighting that had went on that had to go on and was necessary because of the constant uh, idol worship or the other nations wanting to rise up against us. That's going to come with the territory. That's as long as we're not seeking violence and we're seeking compassion with our brothers and sisters. We can only you know we can do the best we can, but until that time comes when we have to not be so peaceful that we just pray that Yah is with us alright brothers and sisters that's all I wanted to say today show compassion for your fellow man we're all humans you know despite what nationality you are we are all humans so uh, let's keep that in mind, brothers and sisters. All right, and I wanted to bring notice. Mm-hmm. While I find, while I find um, this passage, I want to read, which I should notice by now. But I wanted to bring notice to my last broadcast. Now, I want to make it perfectly clear again that I have no broad problem with any person out there any person out there, regardless of your race, regardless of your uh, uh, I, you never know dealing with me in person you know, I, I, I treat everybody the same, I have no problems with anybody, but however um, I am going to speak biblical truth if anybody does not believe me look up the Old Testament and look up the New Testament you can search it up yourself about uh, it's an abomination to lay with another man. It's also an abomination to lay with a beast. It's also an abomination to wear clothes that, or garments that pertain to the opposite sex. This goes for male and female. Okay, so my broadcast was not discussing that. We, sh- if you, if you are. Uh, have read the Bible at some point, or if you're searching for truth, you'll find those in the scripture, what I said to you. You have to search them for yourself, so I can't always tell you everything, where to go all the time. Um, but if that's something that you're struggling with, I pray, I pray that you are released from that. I really do, because there is a lot of demonic, demonic activity, or demonic doorways that are being opened from that. And even also, even if you're heterosexual, having sex with multiple partners is a demonic thing because there are soul ties behind that. That's why we're supposed to have wives or be married. Okay, so I pray that anybody that's dealing with that lifestyle, I pray that you release it and get rid of it before the time comes that we have to meet our maker for judgment before death. All of us, no matter what sin we are in, I pray that we're not living in our sins at the point of our death. That is my goal for this. Okay? So if you don't like, uh, if you were living that lifestyle and you don't like what I said the other day, which I was not talking about your lifestyle, I was talking about the agenda that was being placed on our children based off of uh, um, indoctrinating them with, as their children about transgenderism or hermaphroditism 
or, uh, or, or, or whatever they want to call it, whatever term they want to call it, it is an agenda. The powers that be have an agenda, and that's why they're pushing it down the throats of the American public or the world. But again, if you're living in any life type of lifestyle that is of sin, that is called an abomination to Yah, I pray that you release it and you're done with it before your death. Before our deaths, I want that to be done. But, and just remember, just remember, Scripture tells us that the only thing that's not forgivable is blaspheming the Holy Spirit, the name. So don't blaspheme the name of Yah. But any other sin that we've ever committed, how, how horrific it is, can be forgiven. Scripture tells us that. All we have to do is repent and turn from our wicked ways. That's all I'm telling you. So, I pray that that has helped somebody. Repent and return to Almighty Yah, brothers and sisters. No matter what your sin is, do not die in your sin. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 27. And Yah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is how you bless the children of Israel. Say to them, Yah bless you and guard you. Yah make his face shine upon you and show favor to you. Yah lift up his face upon you and give you peace. Thus they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I myself shall bless them. Hallelujah. Stay compassionate, brothers and sisters.